Hi guys, it's Riley again. Welcome to the Adventures of Sparky and Spazoid, Chapter 14. We're getting near the end, only five more chapters to go. If you need to catch up, you can check out all the episodes at illabystories.com. Here's a quick reminder. The goat and Spazoid are in a lighthouse on what appears to be another planet, and Sparky is falling from a floating mountain without a parachute. What happens now? Well, let's find out! Chapter 14, The Goat Tries Helping I should stop ramming things, the goat thought. He didn't want to admit it, but the giant shiny robot, who was now a small shiny robot, was right. It's only led me to trouble. I just get so mad sometimes. Maybe it's that I'm scared. Everyone gets scared. It doesn't mean I'm a coward. He looked back at Spazoid, whose glowing eyes were flailing all over the control room as he fought to get something off his back. He crashed into the console and smashed into the walls, swinging his arms wildly. This, for instance, I never would have been here if I hadn't run to that kid. The goat opened his mouth and said hesitantly, Um, excuse me, robot, are you doing all right over there? Bam! Bam! Spazoid slammed into the wall. Sure, Spaz answered while trying to dislodge the thing attacking him. Sure, by the way, is usually said in a casual way. That's not how Spazoid said it. His voice was tight, angry, and a bit sarcastic. The thing on his back was persistent and invasive. It had come flying out of the dark at him, attaching itself. As small as Spaz was, his attacker was even smaller, barely more than a wire. You can probably guess who it was. Spaz could feel it touching his outer surface and probing his inner circuits trying to hijack him. One of his arms went numb. Then that arm came up and smacked him in the eye. Hey, quit it! Spaz yelled before turning his bright yellow eyes on the goat. Get over here and get this thing off me! Again, more yelling. Okay, okay, the goat said, coming over slowly. Giving the robot space while it was punching itself and ramming back against the wall had understandably made sense. From behind Spazoid, a voice called, Ow, ow, ouch, ow, it's so rough, between wall slams. You'll have to turn around. I can't get it off your back if you're facing me, the goat pointed out. Spazoid nodded partially in agreement, and partially to avoid another swing by his own arm. He turned while feeling one leg go numb. To an outsider, it looked like he was stomping it to bring back circulation, like someone with pins and needles. What he was actually doing was trying to disconnect the wires that had dug into his casing. As he turned, the goat saw the thing attached to him. It didn't appear to be much. He had to look hard to see its arms and legs branching out and sticking into spazoid. What could have been a head turned and looked at the goat. It blinked at him with two glowing eyes that floated in the air. Oh, jeez, the goat said, backing up in fear. He recognized this thing. He remembered seeing it in his cave so many years ago. You, he said with barely controlled rage, remembering the mountain he had been on before, the one that didn't float. He missed that mountain. Ducking his head down and stomping his feet, he charged. For most of our story, Spazoid had the advantage of size on the goat. You may remember that just before the two entered this tower, Spaz had separated himself. He'd left most of his body outside. The goat, when he rammed into Spaz, had managed to knock him down. The results here were much the same, except when the goat banged into Spaz this time, there was a wall in front of him. Spaz used it and his face to stay standing. The goat was angry seeing the wirebot, who we know as Portal. And yes, before you ask, the creature attacking Spaz was indeed Portal, or at least a version of him. Portal was good at avoiding the goat's ramming head, sliding from side to side on Spaz's back while the goat kept trying to hit him. Portal enjoyed the challenge, yelling, Toro, Toro, it's no good. Try again, try again. 
This, of course, only angered the goat more. By the third or fifth, or maybe it was the sixth time that Spaz had been smashed into the wall, he was avoiding the goat as well. He turned after being hit one more time and grabbed the goat by the horns. I'm trying to help you, the goat called, shaking Spaz off, throwing him across the room. Please stop. I don't want any more help, Spaz said, trying to crawl away from the enraged animal. One of his legs was still not working. With an arm that had developed a mind of its own, he was a pitiful sight as he pulled himself across the floor. The goat charged for him, but he didn't ram him this time. He opened his mouth and bit down on Portal, trying to rip him loose like a rabbit dog. Portal yelled, Okay, okay, it's bad and buggy, just fingers off button, you. Spaz remembered that just before he was attacked, he was going to touch a control. He thought it was a light switch. Get off of me and I won't touch anything, he said from the crowd. You got off of me! Got the crazy goat beast off me! Portal shot back. The goat heard this name, Goat Beast. He liked it. It made him want to tear at the wire bot all the harder. He loved being a beast instead of a coward. He waved his head angrily with Portal between his teeth. The wire bot vibrated. Maybe I should stop, the goat thought. He was a second too late as something amazing happened. A burst of energy threw him across the room. He landed by the same wall where Spazoid had been taking his punishment. When he looked back, he saw two portals. The thin robot had copied himself. And while one version of him still clung to Spazoid's back, laying on the floor, another version floated a few feet above him. Between the two portals was an opening in the air. A strong breeze gusted through it, and in the blink of an eye, a ten-year-old followed. He was moving fast, flying, one might say, when he slammed into the goat. I know this is strange and surprising to you, the reader, but as surprised as you may be, imagine being Sparky. A moment before, he'd been falling to his death. Now he was in a pile on the floor with a goat under him. This wasn't the order of events anyone in the tower expected, except for Portal. Speaking of Portal, the two of him had become one again. He'd gotten up from Spazoid and was dusting himself off, looking at the others, the boy, the goat, and the robot. For some reason, he was happy they were back together. They all should have been happy. But then the goat had to go and mess things up. So that was short and painful, for Spazoid anyway. Speaking of painful, despite the fact that I've released a ton of stories, one thing I'm not comfortable with is public speaking. I've tried to avoid it my whole life. I'm a bit shy, I guess. In truth, if you want to know who I'm most like in this story, it's probably Spazoid the Cranky Robot. But I'd like to be a bit more like Sparky, always curious and happy to meet new people. I think that's a better way to go through life, and it's just a fact that if you want to sell books, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. I'm working on it. In fact, I'm doing a virtual class visit this Thursday. Anyway, if you're listening to this on the Tuesday that it comes out, and you're as excited for St. Patrick's Day as me, you can always go back through ill-advised stories and listen to St. Larry's Day, a story about a leprechaun trying to get back to Ireland. The book, The Adventures of Sparky and Spazoid, is out now on Amazon and the webcomic goes up each Sunday on Webtoons. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Thanks for listening.